Welcome to Off Market, a look at the Perth property market from the people who are working in the trenches. Join me, Shane Beaumont, Ross Hunter, and a special guest each fortnight as we dissect the latest property news and break down what's really happening in the different pockets of Perth. If you'd rather watch, you can find us on our Facebook page at Crib Creative Perth. Enjoy. Welcome back to Off Market, big episode number 10. We've made it to double, double digits. digits yes. Double big, digits. Big 10. Big 10. Hey, I'm well done. Well done. Too. Yeah, it must have been. We, 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 we thrived. We got here. <laughs> we got here. <laughs> through, through it all. Now, as you can see, we are in a new location today. The beautiful Aston 238. It's a landmark development here in Leadable. Four years in the making. Um, and today we have actually booked our filming day on settlement day. So people are moving in. Um, but we got sales agent Jason Curiata from Realmark North Coastal to take us on a little tour around the property. All right, Jay, so you've been working on this one for three years. Tell me yep. quickly about the project timeline. Yes, the project timeline, we had a, a full-time sales office set up down at 324 Oxford Street, which yep. allowed buyers to come through, look at the kitchens, arrenders, and then walk to site. We sold 50% in the first five weeks. It was the fastest wow. uh, development in REA in 2018 for Perth. Wow, yeah. so what would you attribute to that? Location, yep. design, and everything that's on your doorstep. Obviously eateries, train, 51 eateries on your doorstep, and that's not counting Mount Hawthorne. Yeah, beautiful. And this design is... Yeah, it? this is a really good, cool design. So it's a northern southern corridor that allows light and fresh air to flow through the apartments. Beautiful. Eight, eight to go. To sell. Yeah, eight to Greg. Relaunch tomorrow to the public between 10 and 1. Get in, they're not going to last. Call Jason. Thank you. All right, so pretty impressive building. Very impressive. Very, very, very fresh. Very fresh, nice, nice atrium there. Is like that fresh? In, the cleaners are still here. The hair, it's, like, it's like we're in, the, in Malibu. Very nice. Yeah. I like the openness. Yeah. One thing I love about apartments when they're open, you're having that lobby feel. Yeah, it's not, it's not I asked them to keep it concise today, so yeah. this is what yeah. we get. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> All right, we're going straight into our first segment. Okay. Now, Roscoe, we've bumped you again. We're kicking off with a new segment. We're going to do In the Industry. Mm. Um, it's a whole new world, Ross, and sometimes mm -hmm. auctions don't cut it. So, yes. You know that hurts me deeply when I you know. even intimate <laughs> such a thing. And we've got you another auction agent on uh, as our guest today. I know, so you I know. Guys can, I'm feeling the love. You guys can pump <laughs> that up later. There's some bromance um, going on here, I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but today we want to talk about some industry stuff that happened during mm. the week. We had the Rewa Awards for Excellence during the week. Yeah. Um, lots of celebrations. They were done online, a little bit different. So people partying mm. in the offices. I wanted to talk to you about awards and mm. congratulations to all the winners, obviously. Throughout the year, we see a number of awards come up. I'm going to read a little list. So we've got the Rewa Awards for Excellence. We've got the Rewa.com Awards, the Rate My Agent Awards, the REIA National Awards for Excellence, the Real Estate Business Awards. I could go on and on. There's a few mm -hmm. that we yeah. see. Yeah. I want to ask, what do they mean? Are they important? I want to start with Ross because I know Shane's... I kind of know what Shane's thoughts are on this. Do you? Well, well, we'll see. We'll see. We've spoken before, though, a little yeah, yeah. bit, and okay. we know you're a Rate My Agent fan. Yeah. Roscoe, from an agency point of view, yeah. what do you think of them? Are they good for business? Are they a recruitment tool? What's the benefit? Um, look, first of all, Jess, I think it's well, Craig Gasper from Duet's here. I think Duet might picked up um, medium business of the year. So did. Congratulations, congratulations to Craig and Michelle and the team. I think it's important we acknowledge that. Um, but look, the, the awards the other night were all by nomination. Mm -hmm. And it, look, to me, um, I'm, I'm a very black and white sort of guy. And I think those nominated type awards, as good as they are, 
Um, they don't encourage enough people to nominate because mm. the whole process is too onerous mm -hmm. and the whole judging criteria I think is too grey and t to be quite frank there's a lot of cynicism that gets sort of that um, permeates throughout the industry because they go well how did they judge that how did mm. that person get the award I think if you're going to have awards number one you need to compress them a bit because the cold hard reality is this that we are a, an industry based on numbers it's mm. a first over the post thing and I think when you, you, you move away from that reality mm. and you go into this subjectivity, um, it loses really the punch of what an award is. Mm -hmm. If you're going to have awards by nomination, um, then you need to do it so that it encourages everybody to be in it and you need to be quite strict on, on and transparent of what the mm. judging criteria is and then you'll be more gravitas and more ownership, of, in my opinion. So the Rewa.com mm. awards obviously are the numbers, they're yeah. numbers-based. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and that would be your kind Correct. of what you would hold up as as the the, the Oscars of real estate. The Oscars, yeah, yeah. absolutely. We can't fudge. Well, you can't fudge them. No. Um, In saying that, there are agents out there who will say, mm. you know, I I have all these sales that yep. aren't counted in those awards, mm. or there's different, you yeah, know, whether yeah. you're assisted or unassisted, yeah. or but you I know. think first of all, you might be the number one award winner, but in this industry, profitability is key. Yeah. So if you've got these big super teams and everything's going to you, it's reality, it's an office. I think people know that. Um, from my experience, and I've won both, number one agent for sales um, and most recommended uh, was Rate My Agent. Rate My Agent, without a doubt, it's most powerful. because For, it's, the for your buyers for, and your well, sellers. Any, anyone, because it's actually the experience. You, you don't go to a restaurant and read what the restaurant says about the restaurant. Mm. Um, I think to actually talk about someone's experience is pretty powerful. But then I look at the Rewa.com awards. Now, realistically, the only people that care about that, just my opinion, and I've won it, is other agents. His agents. I don't, no one says, Shane, you're number one at Rewa. Um, I just haven't had that experience. Whether mm. that's a marketing thing, I don't know. Um, but but do the general public know what Rewa is? Well, I don't. this is probably that thing about the excellence. I think, to me, that would be a perfect example of where they should have targeted maybe doing great things in the community. I think that's a great thing. Yeah. Um, what you're doing, uh, as I say, for your community, a property management. I think property management, it's very hard to say on most lease properties. Yeah. Mm. You might be the worst leasing team in Australia. Mm. So it's, the number's yeah. there, but that's where I think they should have targeted that. Things that aren't as easy to quantify yeah. on numbers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But reality is, I mean, you'd agree, like, if you, you're a good agent, you'll probably get the good results. Yeah. Um, you won't always get the, the good reviews. Is sometimes the top realer.com agent. I don't believe necessarily is the best agent in WA, yeah. but they've transacted the most. So you've got to really make it clear which which is which. Yeah. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. Yeah. And self-nominating, it's all well and good for the, I guess, the agents to say, well, that's ridiculous. They shouldn't have won. But did, did you, you nominate? nominate? Yeah. yeah. So what's, you know, it's a bit when everyone complains yeah, you about. Can't, if, you're not, if you're not in it, you can't <laughs> win it. But, yeah. it's, but it's, I think from as a company, by all means, if you've won the award, go nuts, market it. Yeah, 100%. Mm -hmm. If it's there to be, it's there to it's be, there be, be used. Yeah. Look, awards, like one of the questions, Jess, was are these awards necessary? Mm. Are, are awards? Mm. Look, they are. I mean, we need something to benchmark from. We need something to for the mark, mm. for the industry, mm. you know, to to understand and know that, that we do do a good job. We do mm. we do engage with the community. We have, you know, really professional people looking after their most important asset. And, and this is how it works. This is mm. the inner workings. Of our industry. Of the industry. Yeah. I think yep. it's also a good opportunity when you win those awards as an office. Uh, obviously, we used to, as an example, got extremely high performers in that office. Um, it's a great thrill for the back end staff that probably aren't yeah. out there all the mm -hmm. time. Obviously, Craig or you know, the top agents can't perform at a level without that back end. So it's a moment for you to thank, I think, 
family and those back-end staff that aren't, I guess, always in, in the limelight. Yeah, you know? that's a great point. Yeah. Good point to end it on. Beautiful. Um, we're going to go straight into the real press because we've got some, again, some kind of meaty topics today. You say prickly. Little bit to get prickly. through. <laughs> hey? Less prickly. Less prickly. Can I start eating my restore roll if yeah. I get a bit bored? Just don't re- chew restore. into the mic. You got any Nexium? <laughs> yeah, I'll need my Lantra after that, mate. <laughs> All right, so I've got some headlines for you first up. Now, mm. the topics that we've got today, they kind of fall under the general banner of COVID-19 recovery, I yeah. guess, would yeah. you say? We, hope we can't get away from yeah. the topic, it unfortunately. It is, it is yeah. what it is. Um, so a couple of headlines we've got here, and we're going to get Chris to bring them up on screen, but these are headlines from back in March. So mm. from the Sydney Morning Herald, we had up to 150,000 Australians could die under a worst-case scenario. It's typical, it's, you know, big, yep, big yep. words, but anyway. So currently, as I checked this morning, actual numbers as of 19th of June, 7,391 total cases, 102 cases. deaths. Cases. cases. 102 deaths in yeah. Australia. Yeah. Um, and this was from Seven News in March. Um, the Commonwealth Bank has forecast a potential 32% house price crash by 2023 if the mm-hmm. pandemic leads to prolonged downturn. Yeah. CBA's best case is that house prices will fall by 11%, which was in line with what CoreLogic said as well. Yep. Yep. Okay. So I wanted you guys to on comment. A national, that's on a national. national. Yeah, that's nationally. Yeah. So obviously we're in a much better position than we ever imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we'd give a little s- s- clap to Scotty for marketing Scotty for that. Marketing, yes. um, we're through the woods. Mm-hmm. At the moment, house prices are, are stable, and mm-hmm. if we speak to Cra- Craig, yeah. there, yep. which we'll t- we'll cover later. Um, what do you guys think about where we where we sit, and you know, uh, those? I'll, I'll go first, Ross. I know you don't like going first. That's Ross. Um, but the good, I guess, there's two things there. Media, and we've all seen this, sensationalise everything. Mm-hmm. No one's going to read. Uh, if you read that, probably I reckon it's probably true. I think over east, especially given the. The cycle they're going through, 11% is probably in line with what's reality. Yeah. Um, but I do believe they've probably gone 30% if we lost 150,000 lives, no mm. question. Mm. But that's not going to sell papers. No one's going to click on that. So we might fall 10%. Yeah. I mean, we'd take 10% over the last 10 years. Yeah. Reality of what is there, still up in Sydney, 90% over 10. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't mind it falling back that much. Be yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, so that's one thing I think is very clear. I think across Australia or the world now, we've started to realise that. Like the media, it is really drummed up um, because that's what gets people's eyeballs. Mm. Um, so I think that's one thing that's probably the most telling thing there. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, yeah, would you agree, Shane, that it, it's all about confidence. Mm. Our, our industry mm. rises and falls on confidence. Yeah. And when we hit the pandemic and all the yeah. and all the media that went out there around it was all these big mm. numbers. Um, so therefore, it, it just sucked the confidence out yeah. of everybody. Um, and now, as we're resuming back mm. to normal normality yep. so to speak the confidence is, is returning and because the confidence had a moment of sort of a real mm. low ebb um it, it hasn't sort of translated into those losses but i agree with what shane said there, there are some the, the normal real estate cycle in some of the the really hot areas of new south wales and sydney the apartment market mm. in particular yeah. in sydney which was you know getting to that tipping point anyway mm. this is just probably sped up what needed to happen anyway it's a bit of a correction yeah um wa we, we'd already experienced that yeah yeah you yeah. know so. we're well and truly through the correction yeah yeah 100 so but it is it's just it, a lot of it has come back to yes the media they pumped all those numbers out but as i said to someone yesterday everybody's guessing because mm. the world, yeah. the world has done. never had this. Yeah. Yeah. So for all the experts out there, this is what's going to happen. They're just guessing mm. the best because they have nothing mm. to benchmark it from. Mm. Yeah. 
So mm. now we're here, we know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So second part of the corona recovery, I guess, that we want to talk about is the construction stimulus mm. that happened. Yeah. Last time we recorded the show, this, the federal government had just announced their package. Mm -hmm. And then that following weekend, the state government announced yeah. their package. Um, and so this week we've kind of seen news of people lining up out the front of yeah. Um, you yeah. know, to get their blocks of land and Perth's running out of land and all of this kind of stuff. Um, I guess, obviously, a great thing for the construction industry, which is exactly what they were trying to stimulate. To a degree. I mean, to a degree. Yeah. To a degree. What does it mean for the property industry in general? Um, we'll work down this way. Uh, look, I've spoken to a lot of building reps uh, and their concern is that there's a lot of people jumping in the industry, like mortgage broker did when we went through our boom. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone could be a mortgage broker, much like us. You could be a real estate agent very quickly. Um, they left pretty quickly too. <laughs> um, but a lot of people, they haven't rolled out, even to today, there's only an announcement today clarifying a lot of those things. Mm. So at the moment, if you speak to the top building consultants who are incredible operators, um, they're saying all the land's been locked at the moment because of people that are presuming you can just go in there, no deposit, 55 grand, and people are just signing up as many as they can, and then mm. they're just gonna put it through the sieve. That's not good for anyone. No. Um, and that's what's happening at the moment. Uh, yeah. I think straight away, uh, and I use an example, had a client that was looking at a block, um, had everything ready to go, hadn't signed the contract. By Monday, the 55,000 had all come out, but he'd lost the rebate, the Keystart assistance to pay out his car loan, the $30,000 from the builder. So he'd lost 48,000 literally like that. Mm just from a policy change, yeah. which I understand because in the building industry, it's been so cheap to build because it's been so tight. Uh, so it's not just the builders jacking the prices, it's filtered down whether it be the electrician or the, the bricky, it all, it all comes together. Mm. Um, so that's a bit of a concern because straight away they think, well, if it's being pumped out, quality falls. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also the experience and the qualification of someone if they can really buy, if you can't save 15,000, it's probably not the best idea tomorrow to be buying a home. Mm. Yeah. As it stands now, less than 10,000 you could probably buy. Yeah, That's a bit of a concern down the track if things don't get better, employment does fall, um, and those people in those areas would have built the oversupply of those new, new lots and new subdivisions, that's gonna be the new normal price. Mm. So the established homes are gonna to continue to pull back. Yeah, because they're just gonna force an oversupply straight away. Yeah. 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 It's early as well, like we mm. said. Like we don't know what's going to happen. Different to apartments in certain or... areas. Like I use Belmont for example. Mm. Zoning went through. Everyone went. Oh, we can do that. The whole area. Well, it was pretty hard to sell apartments in Belmont. Mm. Yeah. Supply and demand. Yeah. Roscoe, anything to add? Yeah, I mean, because Shane, I guess from your where you work, Shane, a lot of you know the Goldsons type areas. Yeah, yeah. This is this is probably going to impact on you more than. Like for example, Craig, it's, yeah. it's not going to impact mm. where he sells. Yeah. So for you, this is actually a big policy change. You know, yeah. For that part of the well, it's it's bad for. I think it's bad in the sense that you still want your young buyer to buy a property and do well. Yeah. And when I see what some of the young kids are buying today, it's not going to end well. Mm. You yeah. know. So your first home should be in the best area you can afford around the most established things, not necessarily because you can get a theatre room, a, a double budget. garage, yeah, yeah. And everything yeah. you want. That's not a long-term mentality. You should be treating that first home as if it's your first investment. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, it's very hard when you get excited going, I can have this when you see a display home, yeah. and you go see the home and it certainly doesn't look like that. Mm. It's very, very hard. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's human nature. That's the way it is, yeah. more yeah. so today. Yeah. So. Beautiful. All right, thank you for that very much. That's the real press for today. Next up, we are getting into something a little bit lighter. We've got, we want to welcome out this week's guest, Craig Gaspar from Duet Property.
Look how trendy he's got the Aaron Wheeling boots on. Like this guy's this guy's an urban cowboy. Look at this. He's he's the man. If you saw my feet, I've got bunions in my feet. I need these from us to Billy Point. Yeah. Okay, mate. Okay. It's not summer. So we're obviously filming in Leaderville today. So we wanted to get one of the area's best agents, which is which is Craig Gaspar. Um, Probably number, the best agent, I was going to say number yeah. one for um, value sold in May this year. So we've certainly are, uh, and Shane was number one for number of listings. So got the best of the best mm. on today. I'm, I'm just, Ross was, I'm, I'm feeling very inadequate right now. I'm going to tell you. Just here for the looks, Thanks mate. Yeah, I'll just quietly and the light go off. Comedic value. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> so. Um, I guess you sell locally and you yes. live locally as well. Yes. Tell us what's so attractive about this area to people. Um, I, I guess I stand in home opens every Saturday and, and tell everyone what a great suburb it is. And it's, it comes down to the community you live. Um, and I often reflect back to if you're living in Sydney or Melbourne and you live six and a half mm. minutes to the CBD, six and a half minutes to the beach, you've got train lines, you're surrounded by the best public schools, mm. why would you yeah. live anywhere else? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And we've, we are fortunate, we, we do have good schools and, and, um, and it's just a gorgeous community. So um, all my three boys went to the West Little Primary and uh, we formed some fantastic friendship groups and, and I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. So, Beautiful. Yeah, it's awesome. Tell us about the, the demographics in this area, because obviously we're, we're sitting here in this beautiful development and there's a couple more popping up down the road, more larger mm. apartment blocks. But I guess what you sell is more your family, your established family yes. homes, um, heritage, kind of, yeah, there's a lot of that kind it's of. A, the clients that are tending to buy in our area, like, I guess, you know, as busy as it is, people do cap out at certain budgets and, mm -hmm. and different prices, but some of the really nicely renovated character family homes, I'm still achieving two million plus, which mm. is incredible, really. Yeah. Mm. Um, but your average buyer through Wembley West Leadable is still sort of 800 to 1.2. But what I'm finding, the people that are coming through, there's a lot of people in medical. Um, we're close to the hospitals, mm -hmm. we're close to freeway access, north, south. So if you're, you're up at Joondalup or you're mm -hmm. down at um, Fiona Stanley and my wife's a nurse. She mm -hmm. works down at Fiona Stanley and it takes her 15 minutes to get to work. So, yeah. you know, it's really good from mm. a freeway access point mm -hmm. of view, but at the same time. So um, people that work in the city, you know, you jump on the train or the cat bus. So there's, it's just um, probably convenience more than anything. Mm. Yeah. 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 Tell us, you were saying before we started filming um, that you'd have a sale on the weekend. And the, and the figures compared to last year, they sold, they bought last year, yeah. just so, mm. sold again. It's, um, look, I guess, like everyone, when, when COVID first hit, we all got a little bit worried about what might happen next. Mm. Um, but we sort of, we, there's still people out there wanting to buy, everyone wants a roof mm. over their head. Mm -hmm. um, so you sort of had to go about your business as per usual. Um, although it was by appointment, and I actually enjoyed by appointment because yeah, you're actually brilliant. spending that one-on-one -on -one time. And I feel like every agent has said that. Yeah, so that, yeah. that was no question. That, that was yeah. really really good. Um, and so you're booking people in at different time slots mm. and spending quality time. And just recently, I've been writing four or five offers on each property that I've been selling, mm. and, and um, I always say to the the buyers, the hardest phone call for me to make is ringing yeah. someone to say they've missed out. Yeah. And, um, so we launched one last Wednesday on Jersey Street in Wembley. Um, they bought it Feb last year for 920, and mm. I ended up writing five offers, all very close mm. to each other, and selling it for a million and twenty. Yeah. You know, within a week. And yeah. So 
but it, it's not always the case. No, no, I've, no. I've got one on McCourt Street at the moment. They bought it, what, three, four years, uh, five years ago for 1.52 and um, most feedback's in the 1.3. So, mm. you know, it's, you still, yeah. the, the market's still price sensitive, isn't mm. it? You know, um, but uh, to be honest, when mm. I appraised that property, I appraised it, I said around the 1.3, 1.35. Yeah. I, I, I try not to give people false hope because no. um, that's just not how you do business. Yeah. Yeah. We spoke about, just again before we went uh, in front of the cameras, you were speaking about how it's sort of the capping out at certain levels. Yeah, um, like I always sit down with all my vendors and <laughs> we all draw mm, pictures, yeah, but yeah. I, draw, I draw, draw the triangle and, mm. and your biggest chunk of buyers are coming in between 800 and 1.2. Then as you slightly go up in the triangle, mm. it's mm, 1.2 to 1.4, then 1.4 to 1.6. And as soon as you start talking... One four to one six, then one six to one eight. Yeah. People they've got more choice, so they're mm. now going. I can buy in Park, I'm buy Subiaco, yeah, City I'm Beach, Nedland, City Beach. Yeah, so, yeah. so the buyers aren't just going to go. Oh, great! I'll pay that. Yeah. They will look further, and mm. so, um, and as much as you know, you, you can have a good month. Mm. It's always followed by a bad one, but mm. uh, um, but you you tend to find, um, I guess, when I look at it. Um, where am I going with this? <laughs> you, when, when you're having, like, you get, I guess, um, confident about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but you've got to just realise that people are still shopping the budget. People mm. are still nervous about yeah. what's going mm. on in the in the world. Like, mm. we're about, we, we probably will go into some sort of recession mm. and, and there will be unemployment. Mm. There will mm. be all sorts of things that will affect us. So, that, that there is going to always be that price sensitivity around, yeah. and we've got to be aware Craig, of it. Craig, Craig, have you found like you're, you're naturally a, a positive sort of guy? You know, you've got the scars of life and all that that yep. carries with it, which is an important thing. So you've been through different things. Do you find now that your role out there as as a not just a realtor, but obviously a, a lead realtor in your marketplace? People are looking for you, for your enthusiasm, for your confidence, for, for your realities and, yeah. and your guidance more than ever at the moment? Yeah, I think, um, but when I first started in, in the business, it was back in 2011, and 2011 yeah. was probably one of the hardest years in mm. real estate in 20 years, and um, there's something like, I think, 18 or 1,000 properties on the market, and so getting the numbers right when you're sitting down mm. and telling someone what their property was, was worth was mm. probably the most important thing. Yeah. So. I still do that today. I'll mm. still take an hour and a half, two hours to do an appraisal mm. and sit down and go in depth about where I see someone's property set on price. So you will get kicked out of someone's house at times because they don't want to hear what you've told them. But I think the results in my sales is mm. because I, I try to get the price right. And and that's that. So people, so, sorry, I think honesty is a, a real big mm. factor around mm. what we're about and, and not just going in there and telling people what they want to hear, but just people are looking for that honesty and, yeah. and um, you know, the people that hang in there mm. and, and have longevity in the, in the industry tend to be genuine yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us um, just quickly, I know you're an auction agent. I've attended a couple of your auctions. How have you kind of, has that, I mean, obviously you select the, the properties that you're wanting to go to auction, but have you changed kind of, have you adjusted, I guess? Um, I, I want to go back down the path of doing more auctions. I, I haven't done so. I've done a couple with Duet. Um, yeah. But um, when I was with previously with Richard at Cape Horn Young, they were always strong on auctions. Yeah. And, and um, so most of my training came from back there. And 
and sort of just sort of kicked on with it. But um, yeah, look, I, I like that. I like auctions because they're open, transparent. Mm. Um, you know, it's it, I feel it's good for the vendor and as much as it's mm. good for the, the the buyer. So, yeah. um, you know, I've, I've actually worked and I bought an, I bought a property when Ross was calling an auction one time and. I actually really do. Enjoy, I bought my house at auction. Um, yeah. He actually harassed me halfway through the auction, but we won't say that. But, no, but I, I do. I do actually really do like the process. Mm. You know, probably eighty-five percent of properties on the east coast sell mm. through that process. Yep. Um, a lot of agents probably get a bit scared about it, and mm. a bit like, and it is a nerve wreck. I get nervous every yeah. time I do it, and and get worked up um, because what if no one turns up? What if no one bids? Yeah. But. Um, you tend to find if you if you run a good campaign, and, and it is hard work behind the scenes, mm. but if you run a good campaign, I think it works out well for all parties. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I think w- with that auction process, but over east, they understand if it doesn't go on the day, and we've spoken about this before, it's not a failed auction. Yeah. We've still got this as an owner because you watch the block and everything just sells. Mm. Um, you know, I don't know where those bidders go, but over here, it's still that process. I know it sounds yeah. a bit boring and mundane to say that, but if you sell in a week and a half's time, it's been a successful campaign. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. At least the owner's got to see real life footage of what's happening. Yeah. You put it into perspective, um, you know, the auction itself is only 15 minutes in the yeah. four-week process. Yeah. You know, it's Which all this whole thing. About <laughs> yeah. But it is in perspective. It is. So it's three stages you sell mm. before, at, mm. or after. You know, mm. oh, we got auctioning today, Jess. Fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. <laughs> you can come Did anytime, you. mate. Just a quick <laughs> one on um, Shen. Like, if I look at Shenton Park, and we mentioned how it becomes an auction when you get to that sort of price point. When I was growing up, um, if you made it, you moved to Subiaco for one. Yeah. But Shenton Park <laughs> seemed to be, I guess, the ugly sister. But now, do you think that if you look at West Leadable, that could be the same situation? It's probably, in essence, I think overtaken Subi to a degree. I, I, oh, it's oh, absolutely. West Leadable price. But it wasn't always that way. Insane. You know, you lived in Shetland Park, yeah. not like Subi, but now... I'll take credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a hidden... Real, people make um, communities. Hidden little pocket that I think people... Subi, Leaderville, mm. mm. Wembley, they forget that it's this amazing little... And it's so tightly held. To yeah. How many houses really in West Leaderville, Oh, as in family homes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'd probably be about 800. It's Jeez, incredible. It's, it's tiny, really. Yeah, yeah it's, it's tiny. tiny. And, and probably... 25, 30 transactors a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's just... So, yeah. One day, Craig, I'll buy a house from you in there. What would the turnover be there as far as people <laughs> coming to the area? It seem, I know just people have perceptions that probably aren't reality, but people coming to the area, do they tend to stay there, do you feel? Yeah, definitely. Yep. Well, yep. I, I, I moved from uh, our little three-by-one on McCourt Street to St Leonard's because we had one toilet in the bathroom and I've got three boys and it was doing my wife's head in. So <laughs> we, we moved 400 metres from where... Uh, Just so you had another toilet so the seat wasn't yeah, always yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on that note, yes, we're going to get to know Craig a little bit better. Mm. Roscoe? Craig, this is, the piece, this is the piece de resistance of our whole show. This is what people. This is where I'm going to have to leave. Mate, no, this is what they. Zoom into it. I've got an this, appointment. This is what they tune in to uh, to see. Where's my questions gone, Jess? They're on page two. There we go. Okay, so Craig, here we go. So mate, they say you know you've got the battle scars of life, which is great. Yes. Um, the grey hair to go with it, and all the rest <laughs> of it. So mate, um, they say out of you know the things that we stuff up or the things that didn't happen are where we get our greatest learnings. Like the old saying goes, experience is what we get when we don't get what we want. Yeah. You know, so we're better for the experience, but you know. So mate, um, if you think back through life, doesn't have to be real estate, can be pre that. What's what's been your biggest stuff up that's probably been your biggest? I learning? guess one of my my 
like I, I was in the sports industry for 27 years and um, I uh, sold a, a house in Wilding Street in Doubleview to set Sports Fever up in Subi. Um, and we set that up in 2000 and, and then we end up opening a shop in Cottesloe and then we opened another one in Applecross and then Inglewood and then we unfortunately opened one in the NX100 building in the city and uh, unfortunately uh, it put me under a fair bit of financial pressure and um, probably through the back end of 2010 I wasn't able to draw an income out of the business and had accumulated a fair bit of debt from the business so I had to walk away from that business, a business that I absolutely loved mm. um, at the end of 2010 to start life again and and that was a, a tough time. I actually had to go and see a, a, a site. It was a really, really tough time. Yeah. Three boys, five and under. Um, and so um, that was probably my biggest stuff up, although it, it sort of left me quite well connected. You know, I used to fit mm. out a lot of great people that um, I still meet today and ask me to help them with their property and that sort of thing. So, but it was a yeah, it was an incredible time. My first year in real estate, I uh, was working three jobs and I was consulting for ASICs. I was working at the Burr yeah. Shoes, selling men's dress shoes on a Friday night and a Sunday, and wow, and, incredible, and um, trying to make a go of it in the world of real estate. So it's been a it's been an interesting time to to get where I got. And as I say to people, if real estate was easy, everyone would do it. But it's it's a uh, it's a journey. Wow, yeah. what a you story! Know, so to butt in, but I actually also. Worked in a sports shop. Did you? And I got salesperson here selling ASICs. So it must be that must be about <laughs> if you're willing to get on your feet and put someone's shoe on, you're willing to do most things in life. Oh, mate, the only the only shoes I put on before real estate were work boots well, when I was a diesel mechanic in the, the bush. I didn't know that's a really good story. What would you out of that story. process, what did you learn? But what is the key learning you had out of it? Don't get too big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we specialised yeah. in fitting shoes. I had a lot of podiatrists and physios refer people to our business and I think if we still just had the one shop in Subi today, yeah. um, I'd probably wouldn't be sitting here today. So, yeah, so. Yeah. I just want to add to that, it is Men's Health Week this week, so I want to mm. applaud you for mm. saying that you spoke to someone and, you know, that's what everyone should do if they yeah. feel like they need it. 100%. Absolutely, yep. absolutely. That's a great story, but Yeah, no, it's an awesome story, mate. And, and I guess, as you said then, Craig, it's a lot, in real estate's one of those things, people, they all want to grow, 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 but mm. it's defining what growth is mm. and make sure you have that. Growth consolidate, growth consolidate. Mm. And you know, not not all all growth leads to profit. Mm. Not no. all growth leads to growth. Yeah. Yeah. So you just got to yeah temper that. But mate, well done. Thanks for sharing. Mm. Okay, mate. Three things you wouldn't leave home without with. <laughs> like that's a tuppy. Um, <laughs> every real estate agent has the same answer. Go for it. It depends where I'm going. Okay. Like every day, you get up, go to work. What's three things you oh, got? Obviously, you take. The phone. The phone. Everything. <laughs> Everything's the close to my sleepy, so he just yeah. walks. Yes. Yeah. Six Everything's, and a half minutes. He just walks. It, it is. It's six and a half minutes everywhere. <laughs> okay. No, it, yeah, it depends where I'm going. Like, if I'm going to drink beers on someone's front verge, it's a six pack. If it's, uh, <laughs> if it's uh, to go into work, which is seven days a week anyway, but mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's uh, obviously the phone, the laptop. and. Do you work from an office mainly? Yeah, I, I tend to still go into duet yep. most days, yep. but. Um, a lot of my, a lot of, a lot of our business is done in people's lounge rooms. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, look, when I read that question, and got sent through. I, 
was always going to stumble there. So. <laughs> That's right, mate. That's right. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. And like, the good answer is if your wife watches this, and the other thing I leave home with is an empty heart because my wife's oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. yeah. That, that a, always works, mate. She'd put a finger down her throat. <laughs> There's no romance in our house. Mate. <laughs> okay, we'll move right on. So therefore then I'll ask the next with question. Boys. <laughs> what's, uh, what's your worst habit, mate? Again, I don't want my wife watching, so... Uh, <laughs> gambling, drinking. Uh, no. Mate, when you're not at work, where will we find you? When you're not doing the world real estate, what do you do? Um, look, I have got three boys. Um, unfortunately, I said this to Ross earlier, there's a contradiction in real estate. You work hard to provide for your family, but you never get to see your family. So if um, there's never the opportunity, I'd, I love going and watching play sport. Like They've got PSA this afternoon, so try and watch them play a bit of sport. Um, if I'm not doing that, you know, it's we've got a couple of rescue dogs walk the, walk the dogs early in the morning. Um, at night, we've uh, I've got in, within the community, um, I've got a, a, a little group. We, we have our verges on a Wednesday night where we'll, um, and it's fantastic. We'll meet on the um, McCourt Street verge and have a couple of beers. And nice. it's like men's health week. You get a lot off your chest and we have a good chat. So I love that. <laughs> yeah, the, the Virgies, we've been doing it. I know it's been a big thing since COVID, but it, it's been a big thing on our Virgin. Well, other Virgins. There you go. Yeah. West Liverpool. Yeah, careful. Yeah, yeah, it's a place to be. Do they do that down in Gossies, mate? No, mate. Well, <laughs> one of the best men's sheds yeah? you'll ever see. Okay. One of the best men's sheds. Virgin means something different. We should film down there one day, the men's shed. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Mate, what's uh, what's your, the, the the one saying, the most overused saying when people say you go, cringeworthy? You know, there's all these colloquialisms that come out. What's something someone says that can just? Grow? I thought you say what's my most or your, your saying, own. and I always say six and a half minutes from everywhere. Um, <laughs> no, we've worked that one out, <laughs> and that probably is my most used saying. That people in the office actually laugh at me now. Is that you say to your wife? There will be every, <laughs> there will be agents. For, there will be agents all over Perth going. It's only forty-eight minutes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, cringe, cringe. Oh, there's a lot of cringy things said, but uh, again, we like it. It's just not for us. Uh, oh, you mean people? <laughs> no, anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's something people? Someone says to you. During the course of even real estate, they yeah like mm. oh, it's um, yeah we'll think about it or what what's the one thing you go Ugh. food for thought yeah Craig's too nice yeah I, I'm yeah. Annoyed. yeah he's got three boys yeah. he's used to it yeah no, I, I, I guess dad yeah, can I, 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 dad can I have some money <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no no I'll, and I'll pay yeah. you back. <laughs> The, the, the thing that gets me the most is them playing Fortnite, but uh, that's probably not cringy. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm... And, mate, last question, the most important question of the whole day. Mm. This is Shane and I put this in there because it's our guide, isn't it, mate? So this is why you're here. Yeah, this is why you're here. <laughs> Best place to get a meal. What's your favourite go-to for a restaurant or a meal? Or Look, if... I've got to be honest, we, we don't go out a lot. Yeah. Um, we've got a little place that's just opened down the road from us called Fuguay, and yeah. it's um, they do heat. He used to be the head chef at uh, Ria, and him and his wife have okay. had a crack, and they've opened, this, they've opened this little place in the West Liverpool Shopping Centre. So often, if we've had a busy Saturday, we'll walk down with a bottle of wine and a few beers. So and, that's where and, he's gone from Ria to yeah, this. Yeah, and it's fantastic. And uh, so what's Malaysian? Yeah, sort of um, Asian. Yeah, yeah. Um, Say again, Malaysian. what's the quote? I'm just going to write that one down. Fugu eight. F U G U eight. That's yeah. fantastic. Um, a little thing on uh, which we've I've just been. Um, and often go with the veggie boys sometimes, but on a um, 
there's a little place behind Enzo's in um, Growth Real Estate yeah, yeah. in Subi. Oh, the shed there. <laughs> behind there, there's a place called Community Coffee, and mm. on a Friday, they have the spit going, and they wow. do the best euros wow. you'll ever get. Aye. And they're a fantastic euros. So that's a great Friday lunch tip. You've ruined These it. There's going to be lines there. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like the men's shed, that place. Yeah, yeah, no, it is, it is very good. But, uh, and look, I'm not ashamed to say that we still, uh, I still meet my brother and his kids on a, on a Sunday night at the Wembley Food Court. <laughs> Beautiful. 41D. It's, yeah, that, that's uh, yeah, good, so, mate. No, it's but beautiful. we, I probably don't take my wife out enough, sadly, but... Uh, after now. today, oh, mate, you know that's going to have to be fixed up. I like the Thanks, show. Was it the Virgies? The Virgies. That's Virgies. a cracking note. Yeah, that's a good note, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> a couple of good tips there. Yeah, yeah. Mate, you're just an excitement yeah, yeah. media and stuff. <laughs> I should have brought a notepad. Yeah, yeah. No, just I've got it. it. No, yeah, I've yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, guys, that's it. That's it for us cool. today. Another big big show. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for your time, Craig. Pleasure. Thanks to Jason for his time and, of course, to the team behind Aston 238 Studio International for um, hosting us today. Yeah. Um, we don't have a home for next the next show just yet, but we're not filming for another month, so keep an yeah. eye out. As always, if you want us to talk about anything, if you've got a hood highlight that you want to nominate, please let us know in the comments on the Facebook video and we will do our best to accommodate. Um, we release via podcast as well, so look us up on wherever you listen to your podcast at. And that is it. Thank Done. you, guys. Thanks, Thanks Craig. Thanks, Craig. Thank you.